Alright, what is going on guys? Thank you so much for joining. This is the third episode of the Do Not, of the Do Not, the Don't Spot Me, Watch Me podcast. And today I am here with Isaac Huerta, who I actually met at the summer shredding event on June 3rd at Alpha Lee Gym with uh, summer shredding Christian, with Christian Guzman event. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's amazing, like social media, how it really just connected us. And here we are today doing a podcast episode and I reached out on my Instagram. I said, hey guys, I'd love to interview someone and Isaac responded and next day we're filming and we are recording. So today Isaac wanted to talk about risk taking and the perks of being fearless, which I think is a really great topic. Um, mainly because, you know, for our age, we're, I'm 21 and you're 21, right Isaac? 20. 20 even better. So I think from my point of view, you know, our age group, we are very concerned with, you know, how we look and how our appearance is, especially, you know, you look on Instagram, everything's got to be, you know, perfect. And in our day and age, it's, you know, you, you, the word, you know, you get the worry about being judged and, you know, this whole topic of being fearless is great because it allows you from my point of view to make mistakes and it allows you to, you know, learn from those mistakes. And being fearless is great because you know that, you know what, hey, if I fail, I'm gonna learn from this though, but it's only gonna make me as a better person. And that's just kind of my exactly. take on being fearless. And I don't wanna take too much away from you, Isaac, so go ahead, man. Yeah, man, well, first of all, thank you so much for, for having me here. Um, it's awesome how, like you said, social media can connect uh, two individuals uh, and create something, you know? Uh, this is actually my first time being in a podcast, so it's a privilege. And then coming from someone who I see just, you know, putting in the work every day, uh, getting out of your comfort zone, you know, giving editing tips, just all the good stuff, just Appreciate providing it, value. So it's awesome, and I'm thankful for the opportunity. Like you said, uh, my name is Isaac Huerta. I am 20 years old, and I am from Austin, Texas. Recently, well, not recently, but about a year ago, I moved here. So, um, yeah, just kind of doing my, my own thing with uh, fitness just as a hobby. And then I got my own personal, uh, my own business, uh, social media marketing agency, uh, marketing in general uh, here in Austin. We do, you know, all, all kinds of uh, marketing uh, strategies for businesses here in Austin. Awesome. So yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Talk about that whole risk take because you must have a lot of uh, risk taking and fears that you encounter then. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I want to start out by saying that uh, my story is not unique by any means. I know a lot of people uh, go through this and even worse things. And I don't want to make um, make it sound like I'm special or I'm unique and I should be paid attention to because of my story. But I think it's a good example of again uh, risk take risk risk taking and just all the perks that have come from doing so. So I want to start out way back when I was uh, when I was young. I was 13 years old, lived in Mexico since I was born all the way until 13 years old. And then to be honest, um, I was just not doing so well in school. I had behavior problems. Uh, my parents just had no clue, <laughs> to be honest, how to deal with me. Uh, they were going to see therapists. I'm not even joking, this is actually the first time that I come out uh, and say this, uh, just because I, I want to be straight up honest and mm -hmm. share a little bit more about my story. 
but yeah, I was just a troublemaker, man. Um, I didn't know how to behave in school. Um, classes were not doing so hot. So my mom wanted to give it a go, and, uh, and I wanted to give it a go to come to the United States, uh, learn English. But, you know, it was a big, big transition going from um, Mexico, um, you know, Spanish, and then coming to the United States, new language, had no friends. I had a couple cousins, but I had no friends. Um, and yeah, it was just a big transition. Of course, I was scared. Right. And uh, this is where the risk uh, taking uh, comes into play. You know, I know it was a risk for me, not knowing anybody, not knowing the language, but I knew it would be a great opportunity for me to get out of my comfort zone, for me to uh, experience a new culture, for me to give my parents a break, to be honest, and for me to just uh, become a better person because I knew that this change, with change comes you know, more change, personal change, yeah. uh, cultural change. So I knew it was going to be a good a good um, uh, testing ground for me. I was scared as hell, um, but I, I gave it a go, man. And from there, it was just, I mean, I'm, I'm here now. You know, it was, uh, it was for the good. And all my life has been all about risk-taking. I got here at 13 years old, went to middle school, learned the language, uh, played, uh, played some sports. And again, sports were difficult just because I didn't know the language. Um, it was just something new for, for me. Mm-hmm. And in, in high school, I, I was playing, I played soccer all the, all the way until from freshman year to, high, to senior year. And, but I, my main passion was basketball, believe it or not. Uh, I was a basketball player and I absolutely loved it. Played uh, from my freshman year all the way into junior year. And at that point, during my junior year, I knew that I had to, um, I was really passionate about soccer and basketball, but I knew that I had to focus on one. I had to focus on one sport because I wanted to excel in, in whether it was basketball or, or soccer. So I took the risk and I actually quit playing basketball, which was just shocking for family members, for friends, because all my life I've been playing basketball and soccer was just a way for me to stay in shape and to just be active. Um, so I was like, mom, uh, I think I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quit playing basketball because um, one, it's not doing so well as soccer is, and two, I want to excel at you know what, uh, what I see is going really well. I couldn't put 100% of my attention to, to soccer because I had pra- basketball practice during the, so I would have off season for soccer and I would be uh, going straight into basketball. And I'm like, mom, I need that time to continue to practice for soccer. I need that time to be able to go to uh, the, the open fields with my friends and just practice on my own. And she was shocked. You know, she loved coming to my basketball games. Um, by the way, my parents only visit me twice a year, so they would plan out. Uh, they, they're still in Mexico, mm-hmm. so they would plan out. Uh, they would plan out their times according to my basketball season. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, how how can you do this? I actually take time off uh, from my job to come uh, watch you play basketball." And it was just shocking. But I'm like, "Mom, this is a risk that I want to take because I know I'm going to excel at soccer." Mm-hmm. Um, because I know I want to put all my effort into one sport and I'm going to excel. So believe it or not, my senior year, I was only playing soccer. And my team, uh, we won the state 
uh, championship wow. for, for soccer. And uh, you know, for me, that was just amazing because I told my I told my my mom, see, you know, I, I put all my my effort, all my attention to soccer this year. I practiced like crazy. You know, I was going to practice every day, not missing a single practice. Practice uh, practicing on my own, uh, just pretty much twenty four seven. And you know, that's the thing. I took a risk during my junior year to quit soccer, uh, to quit basketball. I'm sorry. Uh, and put all my efforts into soccer, and you know it paid off at the end of the uh, yeah. the end of my high school year because my team won. Uh, we won this state uh, soccer championship. I was named uh, All American for soccer. Wow. Um, I was um, I was on the top top team at the end of the year. Um, it was just uh, I I got so many good things out of it. But um, then from high school, uh, I got a scholarship to go play uh, collegiate so- soccer at Gilshan College. It was a private college back in Indiana, and um, I was super stoked, you know, full time, full ride uh, to play soccer, to do what I love to do, and um, yeah, I was there for a year. To, to be completely frank with you, I didn't really enjoy it because coming from a winning team in my high school and then going into a team that needed uh, more help, mm-hmm. I felt like I had so much pressure on me and um, just to perform, you know, to put the team um, first and uh, it was just a lot of pressure. Uh, the team didn't do so well. I just didn't feel in my zone there. Didn't really have many friends other than uh, my soccer teammates uh, and teammates from that went from middle school to the same college. Even my, my business partner who is here right now, um, he him and I played soccer uh, from middle school all the way into college and then he moved here. Um, but um, after my, my first year of college, um, I just... Like I said, I wasn't feeling it. My brother had already moved to Austin, Texas, and I told my family, I just don't feel at home. I don't feel uh, comfortable. I don't feel like anyone's pushing me to be better because that's the mentality of Goshen. It's a small town. Uh, People don't really get out of their comfort zone. And I told them, it's just not for me. I'm not getting any better. I feel like I'm comfortable here. I'm not pushing any boundaries. And I'm like, I called my brother, I told him, um, his name is uh, Ivan. Ivan, you know what, I think I, I, I want to move uh, to Austin. Uh, I want change. And um, he's like, well, talk to my parents, you know, you're, you're getting that full tuition. Uh, you're doing what you, you love to do, which is soccer. Um, you, you're fine over there, you know. And yeah. when I told my parents exactly what my brother said, you know, they couldn't believe it. I was on a full ride, um, everything paid, um, just doing what I loved. And I'm like, it's another risk, mom. Remember when I told you about, you know, quitting basketball because I wanted to focus on, on soccer. And uh, she's like, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, it's another risk and you're gonna assume the consequences. So uh, I, told my, I told my coach, told my teammates, everyone was shocked. To, to be honest, I was scared. I was so scared to come here because, again, just like my transition from Mexico to the United States, it was a big transition. It was going to be the same. Of course, I knew English by now, but I was leaving so much behind. Like, in the community of Goshen, like, you know, people knew me by Isaac, the the, the soccer player. And I felt like I was kind of doing what people wanted me to do 
rather than following my, my true passion, which was uh, that year of college, I found out that I was so passionate about entrepreneurship and, and working for myself and not listening to a boss. Mm-hmm. And um, that's another reason why I kind of grew apart from my teammates and coaches and because they didn't really have the mentality and people were just expecting me to play soccer. And uh, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you see me now here in Austin doing, doing my thing. But uh, it, it's everything, it's paid off. You know, I started my own business here. I'm being profitable. Um, I'm living comfortably, and this is, it's not the goal to be comfortable for me. I wanna keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so many benefits have come from it. You know, I started my own social media account after once soccer was over. I'm like, okay, I need to focus on what I actually like to do mm-hmm. and not what people expect me to do. Um, I started my own business once I got here. I'm, I'm with my, my business partner and friend. And yeah, man, so many good things come from risk-taking. And uh, some of the perks is that, you know, we get to do these kinds of things for, for other people that, that listen to your podcast. Because if at the summer shred and if you were scared to go up and talk to me, like this wouldn't have happened, you know. Or if I was scared to be on this podcast, which believe it or not, I was scared of shit uh, before we started. And, <laughs> and, you know, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't message you last night uh, to have the opportunity to come here. So people need to, like you said, we're in a, in a uh, period of time where people are just scared to do things because social media uh, plays a big role, a big role in our life where it can, you can be judged any minute of the day yep. because you're always connected to social media and you're always seeing comments. You're, you're seeing how your photo performs. You're seeing how uh, the bit, your YouTube video is doing. So you're always thinking about what people have to say about you. Yep. And that creates fear. But fear is not going to get you anywhere. You got to understand. People got to understand, especially people our age, they got to understand that you got to get out of your comfort zone, man. Because the only the only time it, uh, you push yourself is when when you're in that zone. You know, when you're feet, when you're scared, when you uh, are nervous, when you feel butterflies in your stomach. That's when you change. And yep. uh, thanks to that. I've had so many great opportunities to do uh, what I love, and um, again, it goes back to to my business, and I'm assuming uh, with your business as well. There are things that we don't like to do, you know. But imagine what we can do with the things that we do like to do. If we can get the shit done that that we don't necessarily like or enjoy doing, if we can get those things done. Imagine how powerful it is, how much you can get done by doing the things that you actually love. Yep. So you got to get through those stages. That's it. And um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's powerful what you can do when you're, when you're fearless. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a machine and I don't fear anything. Of course I fear things, but in my mind, I've cultivated this mentality of just going at it to not just going at it regardless of what people might think because people is what holds you back people's opinions uh, are what what holds you back you know if uh, when I started doing YouTube uh, my first video my my first video was you know absolute 
<laughs> trash in my opinion and i got a couple comments from from friends that you know maybe uh they could have put me down but I, I didn't give up i i kept on producing i kept on making videos and uh, just uh, uh, a few weeks ago uh friends of mine are telling me how good my editing skills are um how motivating they how motivated they get when they see my videos uh it's just a. Uh, it's kind of like if if you're if you're scared to do things, you're kind of being uh, not selfish, but in a in a way because you know those people that contact you because they see your work and they're being motivated by it. If you weren't if you were scared and you didn't put your content out there, those people wouldn't have gotten out of bed that day exactly. to get their workout in, to get their nutrition on point, to go out yep. and exercise because you were scared as shit to put your content out there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, damn, yeah, I, I did not know that like all about you, but like I appreciate you sharing that. Like that's that's yeah, man. Like that's I, such a cool story, dude. Like I said, I don't, I don't know if you remember my 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 YouTube video where I was um, I did I think it was my last one. I haven't really been active on it because with my business I've just been super busy, and to be honest, it's not one of my priorities right now. It's all good. Um, but um. Like I said, uh, I asked I asked people on my YouTube video if they wanted to know more about my story, and um, you know I got a couple responses saying yes. I just haven't gotten around it, but I, I I thank you again for you know giving me the opportunity to 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 share my story, man. Because I think, like I said, my story is not, not unique, and I know there's people out there who um, have gone through worse times, and um, it's just a it's a good example uh -huh. uh, because, like I said, I came from. From, from Mexico, not knowing the language, not knowing people. Then I transitioned from uh, Goshen, Indiana to Austin, Texas. Again, not knowing anybody, leaving everything behind, and no ha having no plan B, man, because I, I forgot to mention this, but I want to go back to it. Um, you know, I dropped out of college to start my business, yeah. and I had, I had no plan B. You know, when you give yourself, uh, when, when you don't give yourself a backup plan, you're forced to get shit done. And that's exactly how I felt when I dropped out of college and I started sure. my own business. I told my, my business partner, Jesus, that's his name. Jesus, we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta do this, man, because uh, you, you dropped out of college over there and came all the way to Austin to do this. I drop, I'm here in Austin, but I dropped out of college as well. You know, we gotta prove people that, that we can do this, not only for them, but for ourselves. Yep. And again, it was another risk, another risk uh, to drop out and pursue something that wasn't certain. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, about risk taking and um, not giving a, a crap about what people uh, say about you. Yeah, I mean, even like your parents too. I mean, I, do you follow Gary Vee a lot? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, I, I think I think in the world of entrepreneurship, and I mean, I don't I don't classify myself as one. Um, but I see myself as one. Let's just say that I don't. I don't give myself that title, um, just because I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm not like all flashy about it. You know what I mean? Like, he, and he talks yeah. a lot about that. Um, but I think in that world, you literally need to have the mindset that you're doing this for yourself, and even your parents, like anybody who has a bad comment to say, it's just, hey, I'm doing this for me, and. You know, I, whether you like it or not, like, hey, I'd love your support. If not, that's fine too. But I need to do this for myself. And exactly. you know, it's 
it's it's a scary thing too. And I know for myself, I've never really talked about this much. Um, I was pretty much raised to be a doctor, and I was in high school. I you know I went through all the. I literally went through the course of medical classes and you know I was a certified nurse's assistant at like 17 which was like a huge accomplishment but to me it never felt like fulfilled. I was always doing it for my dad and I don't hate my dad, I love my dad and you know he like talked me up to be this doctor and you know this that and everything like everybody and their mother knew I was going to be a doctor and that was hard for me because it's like right. it's like okay crap now i gotta prove it to them like they they're watching me and seeing you know what i mean it's like but wait i'm not right. i'm not feeling yeah. this like i'm not not because of them but deep down inside of me i'm like i don't feel like i, I don't want to be a doctor i don't want to waste i looked at it as a waste of medical school for like six to eight years i'm like i feel like i could do so much in six to eight years and not be restricted by medical school and you know by the book i right. i can't stand that and you know, I, I changed my major and like that was such a huge time change for me because I changed my mindset too. I'm like, oh crap, like I can, right. you know, I can, I can do this and I'm like, damn, I can, I can do anything now, you know? And, that, right. that, and it, it goes back, sorry man, and, no. and it goes back to uh, what I was saying. Uh, people expected me to just not doing what people expect you to do, yep. but rather do what you want to do and I think that's a your example is perfect because you know your parents uh, family members expected you to be a doctor but that's not the route that you wanted to take so right. props to you man for that thank you but like um, no I, I look at it as you know I need to do this for myself and I can't keep pushing myself to I, I can't keep forcing myself and wasting my time I felt to I don't know I wasn't I wasn't gaining anything I wasn't benefiting you know, like I, I saw where my attention was going. I'm like, I'm learning more about myself in the gym by working out. And I think, you know, a lot of us learn from fitness, but I, I'm like, no, I just, I want to pursue a passion of mine. And fitness had started becoming something, you know, and I just, I'm like, I gotta, I want to, I want to run with this. I see everybody that I look up to and I'm like, damn, I want to be like that. I want to be my own version, but I, I look at them as a mold. And, you know, like I, I look at them as like groundwork and foundation that they've built for me and like I got to take it. And I think you can relate to that as well because one, one major thing, I mean, we both competed in the summer shredding and like that's a huge, that's a huge like fear because it's like, well, I don't know, what, what if I, you know, I, with, with anything, it's just like with with, the, with dieting or with you know cardio with training. Like oh well, what if I in, in ninety days, you know what if I don't win or what you know? But for me, it's not like I was looking to win. I had already won. Exactly. I, I won in my eyes oh, because yeah. I knew I took a risk, and I'm like, okay, crap, this is going to be hard, and I got to manage it with school. I, I know it's going to be tough dieting and you know getting in cardio sessions and doing this training but it's like no it's a, it's a risk i want to take because eventually i want to compete and i i want to see what it feels like right. but you know i won in the, in my eyes in the sense that like i transformed and you know i was able to meet so many cool people like you and you know i never would have met you if i never would have came up to you and saw you vlogging and i'm like hey you have a youtube channel and like you know it's just exactly. like social media connected us with Christian Guzman and being at the Alphalete meetup but then it's like it connected us again because I I came up to you and I'm like hey and that's another thing it's a that's a risk like going up to you you know yeah. what I mean
Yeah, because again, social media is playing a big role in, in our lives, and you know we can reach out to somebody through text message or a personal message, and it's just like, okay, I don't have to uh, face you one to one, and I'm not that nervous through through a screen. But um, you know, conversations in public have gotten just bad like you know people don't like to go up to someone and talk even like with girls you know like men are are scared to go up to talk to girls and it's just like just do it man you know like you said again it's it was a risk that you took of just going up and talk talking to me and um you know i was vlogging and thankfully you came up to me and this is this is what you know that's what i'm saying like what we got you never you never know like i i never i I never would have known like okay you know what on what's today july 30th isaac's gonna be on a podcast episode never would have known that but like if i never would have came up to you you know what i mean like hey who knows in the future like in in a year or two where we're both gonna be and you know what i mean it's just you don't know unless you take that first step of you know, what, whatever it is in your life, if it's telling someone, hey, I need to do this for myself, if something's just not going and you feel your attention is being pulled elsewhere, like you talked about, your attention right now is on your business. And that's totally, that's right. totally fine. Like, no one's expecting you to, oh, you know, you need to keep up with your YouTube. No, your attention is on your business and that's where, that's what's like thriving for you. So keep, like, keep your attention there. Right. You know, but it was even a risk telling your you know telling your parents hey i'm doing this and like look where you're at dude like i'm i'm proud of you man like you you are like definition of like risk taker and just pure fearlessness like i mean this as a man like man to man because like that's so cool you came from mexico to like texas you know you did a sport that like i played soccer for 14 years and you know I never got really i mean i got offered a couple things for college but like yours was different you you actually went you took a you took a risk in getting out of your out of a state, coming back, you know, quitting soccer. Like that's that's cool, man. And like, thank you for thank you for sharing that. No, thanks, man. I I appreciate that big time. And um, uh, there was something that I wanted to talk about. I uh, just kind of forgot what I was gonna say. But um, yeah, just going back to the the, the risk risk taking. Um, people are scared to lose, man. And in my eyes. And I'm sure you've heard this multiple times. Like, we don't lose, man. It's a learning experience, yeah. you know? If you fail, it's a, it's a learning experience. It's just like with, with summer shredding, you know? What if you signed up for it and then couldn't complete it? You know, you don't don't get yourself down for not being able to accomplish something or don't say, oh, I'm miserable, I failed terribly. No, it's just a learning experience. Next time you try it out, mm-hmm. you're gonna do better. You're gonna learn from your mistakes. So you either win or you learn. You never lose, and that's what I cultivated in my mind. It, even in my business, you know, some uh, clients that that we pitch to, we don't get them, and it's it's a bummer because you. you I hate being rejected, and uh, uh, just the way I see it is. The more no's I get, the closer I am to a yes yep. from uh, <laughs> from my ideal client. So um, it's just a learning experience. I go pitch and they say no. Okay, let me go back to the footage uh, because I actually film myself whenever I give a pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back to the footage and see what I did wrong. Yeah. Uh, see uh, what points I could have made uh, clear, more clear. Let me see where they, what parts they didn't like. 
So it's just a learning experience, man. I didn't lose. Yeah. If I go to a client, they say no. I go, I go home and I say, okay, I didn't lose. I just, yeah. I just have to make a few adjustments and I'll come back better next time I have to pitch. That's it. You know, it's it's what it is. I mean, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you are gonna fail in life. That's to anybody out there. You're gonna fail in life, and I preach that. Like you, I mean, I even have a tattoo. Like strive for greatness. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's you. You can't always look to be perfect, and you know, with risk taking, you're you know, you're not gonna always hit the bullseye. You're gonna you're gonna miss. But it's okay. Are you gonna learn from that and take that? And you know, next time you want to take a risk and you know, you be a little bit more fearless, you know, you need to implement that and understand, hey, this may not go 100%, but at least I tried. And you know, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's, um, you know, you said it, it's about failing. And I think the the faster you fail, the the quicker it'll be for you to, to accomplish your goal. Because like I said, it's every time you fail, it's a learning experience. So if you fail faster, Yep. Look at how much you're gonna learn. Yep. You know, that's it. All right, man. That was a. I appreciate the conversation, though. Um, thank you, like, for being on here. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, do you wanna do you wanna plug your Instagram? Uh, sure, man. If you guys, like I said, I'm not as dedicated as my man Rico is, but um, <laughs> I usually post from you know, every other day or sometimes daily, uh -huh. but, uh, it's, uh, at Isaac, uh, I S A A C H Vega V E G A. So and, uh, I want to take, I want to take just a quick, quick minute to acknowledge you Rico, just for, for the work you're doing, man. Appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you were going to say it in this podcast and I want to get, um, you know, your opportunity with Zach. Um, just everything that, that, you know, it's, uh, it's going on for you, all your successes and just not only that, but you're showing the good times and the bad times no. on your profile. So I just want to acknowledge you real quick for all, you know, your success and not only that, but you're, like I said, you're putting yourself out there, uh, even when things aren't doing so well and you share that with people. And I think that's the reason why people relate to you so much. And I see all the comments that you get on your YouTube, on your Instagram, and it's because you're not only showing your highlights, but you're showing the the, the bad times as mm -hmm. well. Like you, for you know, you're you're getting back on, uh, in the gym and you're sharing the few exercises that you're capable of doing, but you do them with such a passion, man, and you share that content with the passion that it inspires other yep. others. So for that, I want to thank you for putting yourself out there. We need more people like you, man. Uh, we need more people who are just go-getters and don't care about what people are going to say, don't care about their situation. They know that they're going to get shit done and get through the tough tough moments. So Appreciate for that, it, man. I acknowledge you, man, and keep up your... Keep up the good work. Appreciate it. You too, dude. I see, I see you with your, uh, like, on Insta videos that you post at your Ignite Fitness. And, like, I know you're doing work with them. And, like, that's so, like, that whole community that you guys got over there, that's cool. And, yeah, like, man. thank that, you. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know. I, like, I'm connected to people like you just because, like, the same mindset. And, you know, like, you know, at least from what I see, like, you know, you're very positive. You are always, like, on the positive outlook of life. And, 
you know, it's you don't you don't let one negative set you too far back. I know for me, like if there's a negative, yes, I'll sometimes I'll let it set me back, but I'm I'm better now and that the mentality I have, it's I could snap out of it and learn from that as soon as I can. And I see you like as the exact same and like I think that's why we like connect, have that connection, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, thanks again for having me in the podcast. Like I say, it was my first time. Had such a blast. And Thank you. Yeah, man, just keep doing your thing. And congrats on everything that, that you got going on. Thanks, boss. Appreciate it. So, yeah, guys, that's going to be the end of episode three of the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed, please leave a review on iTunes. It truly does help. Um, if you're having a hard time finding this, if you're on SoundCloud right now, search in uh don't, so D-O-N apostrophe T, and then spot, S-P-O-T, watch, W-A-T-C-H, M-E, me, on iTunes. Leave a review. It does help. Let me know what you guys thought of this episode. Um, any other topics you'd like you know, me to talk about, any other guests. But yeah, thank you guys so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.